Welcome to Opi Nation. I'm Lehman. And I'm Lynn. And we're here to tackle life's tough and humorous topics. We're not experts, but we have experiences and opinions galore. <laughs> I laugh, I think, every time we do our intro. You do. You do. What part <laughs> makes you laugh every time we do the intro? Because I like know it because I know we're about to get started and I'm I get really excited. <laughs> And I think it just comes out in like this, you know, nervous giggle. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> Does that? No, it makes sense. And especially, especially this week, I think your nervous giggle is really justified. Yeah. 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 Um, it's been a week. So when, when, as we record this, yep. it's Thursday, yep. September 10th. And we're like 50 miles away from one another. Yep. But through the amazing technology that we have, we can do this. And I really think we're, we're demonstrating like we have no problem practicing social distance. I mean, yeah, you know, you're in your house. I'm in my house. Pretty sure I can't give you COVID. <laughs> yes. I also feel like I was, what was I doing today? I was reading some teachery article and it was saying that teachers are really good at creating community. Yes. And I was like, Oh yeah, I feel like I do a decent job at that. Like even when I'm not in the classroom and then I'm thinking, yeah, we're really good at, you know, you and I have this social distancing, the yep. physical distance from one another, but like that doesn't mean that we're relationally distant. Yeah, no, I mean, we... We're, we're still close, and yeah. and we're on the phone. We're not even on Zoom. No, no, and I, I actually prefer, like, Zoom, there's something about the... I feel like there's just something different about it, whereas we're going to show our age right now. Both of us grew <laughs> up, like, talking on the phone. Yes. We didn't grow up with texting or whatsapp or a house phone we grew up yeah. talking on a house phone yeah so i think that's why we yeah. get this comfort because we're like ah <laughs> like, yeah we're it, does. it brings you back to the old days yeah the old days <laughs> the olden days how long ago was that oh, uh, 20 years oh way too like how long have i had a cell phone um i mean i think it's i'm approaching 20 years yeah, I think that'd be safe to say. Um, 2000 seems to be that line where everybody kind of committed to a cell phone. Yes, mine was 2001, okay. but yes. Yeah, yeah, it sounds about right. And then the iPhones came in 2007, and that's when the shit show built, and here we are today. Right, where everyone has a computer in their pocket. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, we're all... I don't know. I mean, it's cool. I can get information anytime, but also I'm a drug addict. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, oh, I love that. Our conversations just like, phew, phew, phew. They just yeah. go all over the place. I, I didn't know you were going to bring that up. Well, that's, hey, that's where we're at. Um, <laughs> we're all drug addicts when it comes to the cell phone. You get a dopamine release when people like your stuff on cell social media. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I'll freely admit, um, I put up a post yesterday and you liked it today and put a comment on. Oh, well, 
I yep. haven't been on social media as no. much because I'm like busy during the day now. I'm like barely on my phone. You're back other in the workforce. Than, yeah, and really I don't use my I use my phone. I was resistant to get a smartphone when they first started coming out yep. because I really just use my phone for talking and texting. Yep. And that's still the case. Like I don't have a lot of apps. I don't download a lot of apps. I don't use them. Yeah. Um, and I do check my email on my phone. Um, but I draw the line at like my personal email and my yoga email are on my phone, but my work email is not. That's smart. Because otherwise I have no boundary with work. Yeah. And then where's my family work life balance? Yeah. Yeah. I it's mean, not existent. No, it's not. Um, so you're, you're doing the right things, but like I put up a post yesterday um, dealing with one of my favorite tool songs. Um, both of our favorite tool songs. And I'm like, Oh, Lynn's loves this shit. Like, <laughs> I know she'll, she'll vibe where I'm coming from. And you yeah. didn't like it till the next day. Yeah. And my brain went, well, why did she take so long to like it? <laughs> and then I had to tell my brain, well, she, she has a full-time job and she has a child at home. So if it takes her 24 hours to get on Instagram, cut her some slack. <laughs> like, Also, I was so mad at myself yesterday. Okay. I like, and a lot of today. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm, I think I'm in a better place now about it, Yeah. but I was just, I was really, I couldn't engage with, with anything else <laughs> because I was so mad at, at myself. Yeah. So do we want to tell everybody what's going we on? We can tell everyone. Okay. Well, I think we should start off. Um, right now, Mercury, Mercury is in retrograde. Which we learned from a listener. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so apparently, I think I'm, I know we kind of both feel the same way. Astrology is interesting, but I don't know if I buy into it. Okay, I feel like I have a slightly different take. Okay. Astrology is interesting, yep. and sometimes I believe it. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm the more scientific-minded one on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But... We both had um, some technical issues yesterday. <laughs> Freak technical yeah. accidents. Um, hence why there was no podcast. Uh, so when you're listening to this one, there was no podcast last week. Because what of time did that happen? Oh, my goodness. For me, it was Wednesday morning. Um, oh, it was. Yes, me too. Yeah. So so I had an I take an office day one day a week to be home with my kids so we don't have to pay for daycare. Mm-hmm. And you with your job, um, you get to my be- first, yeah, virtual day was yesterday. Yeah, so mm-hmm. um, so I was also working from home. Yeah, so we're both working from home. And I hope my company's not listening. So I was doing something on my own private time. Let's say I was on break. <laughs> so I was on break. Um, I have to take every time we do a podcast. I take the audio file and I convert it so I can upload it. And for whatever reason, I decided to plug my personal computer into the wall, not using a power strip. Okay. I have a dumb question to ask. Sure. I mean, as a teacher, I would say there are no dumb questions, but we all know that there are actually dumb questions. There are. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My dumb question is, 
because I'm a Mac user and you are not. Nope. Um, I thought there was like a surge protector built into the power cord that I use because I just plug my computer straight into the wall. Oh, in theory, there's a surge protector in there. But okay, because you do yeah. have like this little like black box yep. attached to a cord, attached to another cord. Right. Yep. Okay. So, so it's there, but it's not as powerful as as another as the like, like the in-home surge protectors. Okay. So I'm converting the episode, and lo and behold, a mild power surge. I'm like, oh, that was weird. Like I I have a Himalayan salt rock in my office that's always on. Like it dimmed and came. Did it back. like flicker? Yeah. So it was like it dimmed, came back up. I was like, oh, that was weird. And the computer turned itself off. I'm like, all right, let me turn the computer back on. Doesn't turn back on. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> but in my head, I'm like, all right, this micro SD card is in the little file thing, so it should be fine. So I pop it out, plug it in my work computer, which is always in a power strip, and everything that was on that micro SD card disappeared. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So. Hence, our episode where we gave our opine on mental health went into the ether. Ah. It just went into the ether. It was so good. I had yeah. so much fun last week. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, whenever we talk about something, we're never going to recapture it in the future. No, because we don't have a script. <laughs> no, we're in that moment. Like, I was fired up about mental health. And the best thing that I heard about that episode is I couldn't hear Lynn's, but I felt like she was just trying to contain you. (laughs) I'm like, that is amazing. I can't wait to put this out to the world. (laughs) And then Mercury retrograde happened. But compared to about what you're going to talk about, what happened to me is nothing. So what happened to you? No, it's the same. The same thing happened to us. I think yours the is, end re- the end result is the same. I think yours is more traumatic though. <sighs> so what happened? What happened to your computer? I was also on a break. Yep. From working. Yes. A break in which I teach a yoga class. Right. <laughs> um so I I had my personal computer yep. on the desk next to my work computer. Okay. And I went to move my coffee. Oh, no. So that I wouldn't spill coffee. Okay. And as I went to pick my cup of coffee up, I don't know what happened. It slipped. I didn't have a grip. I I have no idea. Um, It literally flew out of my hand and dumped the entire contents onto the keyboard of my brand new, no joke, maybe three weeks old computer. And I had just updated, like I just, I, it took me months. It took me probably a year of convincing myself that I needed a new computer. I'd had my last laptop for 10 years as a gift to myself for completing grad school. And I didn't want to get rid of it, but it was just like, it didn't work anymore. And so I got this new computer. I'm not even that attached to the computer, but I just ruined a piece of really expensive brand new equipment. Mm-hmm. So I spilled the coffee. I clean it up. My class is starting any minute. Um, and so I just like continue on. Like I thought I, I thought I got it all. I don't know. I, I was also like, I hadn't seen this class for two weeks. And so I was excited to be back on zoom with them and I powered up zoom. Everything was fine. I plugged it in. 
because it was like acting kind of funny. And yep. then I started getting all these error messages. And then halfway through the class, halfway through our second sun salutation, <laughs> my computer went black, shut <sighs> off. I soaked it in rice yep. for over 24 hours and it will not turn on. Yep. Mad at myself. Angry at myself because <laughs> completely avoidable, right? Like I know not to have open, open vessels of liquid next to <laughs> technology. This isn't my first time. Yeah. Yeah. So. And this happened. I mean, I would, I'm so curious to know like when that happened for you, because mine was, um, it was between nine and nine 30. My class started at nine 30. So between nine and nine 30 is sometime when, um, I spilled my coffee. I kind of eight 45 ish. Oh my God. Yeah. I Maybe mean, it just like trickled its way down yeah. south. Um, that's, that's about the time that that happened. Oh, so I mean, my God. it was just so aggravating because, you know, the other podcast I do, um, which I did with um, our good friend, Allie. Hi, Allie. Oh, uh, I can't wait to hear it. Um, I, I converted that file. No problem. I'm like, all right, let me do this file. And then it happened. And I was like, son of a bitch. Oh, <laughs> my God. I used heavier language than that. Um. Well, yeah. No, I mean, I was... <laughs> I was super I think even in my text message to you. Oh yeah. I used heavier I used heavier language than that. Yeah, yeah, you you were not a happy camper. <laughs> like um so no mental health episode and I don't know if we'll go back to that topic because it was yeah. just such a powerful moment we were in. I don't think yeah. we can recapture that. I know. Um so Mercury retrograde punched us both in the face on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. and I, I would like, to and to the point where, and I, I told you this before recording is yep. like, I was actually kind of scared to get in the car today because, you know, they always say like bad things happen in threes. Yep. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to get in a wreck today. But not a wreck. I mean, I listen, I drive <laughs> not that far, but I knew it was going to rain today. Yep. And I, um, cause otherwise, you know, I like to ride my bike, Yep. but I don't drive. I'm not going very fast. The speed limit's 25 in the city. 35 on the fast roads and there's always traffic. Yep. I never, I never exceed 40. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where you live, it's really tough to go over 40 and, until you get outside of town. Yes. Yeah. So I'm not worried about like a major collision. I was worried about like an annoying fender bender that would just like fuck up my whole day or week yeah. or month. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cause I might let it bother me for a month. <laughs> Yeah, I, I could envision you, like, when you talked about that earlier, I could just see you being like, screw you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> like, I, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I just, yeah. and this is when my, like, this is when my yoga practice really has to be strong. Yep. Because so much of it is about how I handle the rest of my life. Right. Yeah. E even though this shitty thing just happened. So I just want to tell everybody that's listening, Linz, that's one. <laughs> We're going to track this episode. So that's one. Oh, come on. Yeah. And you, you know what you need I know to track. what you're tracking. Yeah. And you're you know tracking you... how many times I mention yoga oh, as applicable to real life. So that's two. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> nope. That, that counts. doesn't count. That counts. I was 
So you know what you you know what you're tracking, right? I was defining okay. what All you're right. tracking. I will give you that. All right, we're back at one, but you know what you need to track, right? I know. Yeah, okay. I know. All right. And listeners. Are out you there, keeping a legit tally though? Do you have a pen and paper over there? Yeah, yeah. I just grabbed a pen to 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 write down All the right. one. Yep. You can make your I'll I'll tell you, but can you keep yes. track of your own tick mark? Yep. I'm not gonna say what I'm is. trusting you on this. I, I got you. We're gonna we're gonna keep okay. each other honest. So Okay. All right, Mercury retrograde. So we're going to get beyond that. Okay. All right, so this week, um, I'm actually pretty jazzed about our opinion, our topic, because we're both yeah. living in the middle of it. Um, What's the title of this topic, though? Um, God, how do you want to go with it? Like w- oh. WTF COVID? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, school... Yeah. school schooling, parenting, COVID. Yeah, it all kind of ties together. So, yeah. you know, we, we talked about previously when we did our parenting episode, that's not going to be our only parenting episode. Correct. as a couple of parents, it's always there. Yep. Um, now. It's a hat that we don't get to take off. No, ever. <laughs> I mean, Darn it. Yeah, I thought about it. Like, I have an 18-year-old and he's technically an adult. But you were like, can I not be your dad anymore? Yeah, but I'm like, I'm still your dad. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, oh, this never ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I want to ask your dad and see if he says the same thing. Oh, I'm sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, parenting, mm-hmm. um, COVID, but I think what's Ugh. incredibly unique about what's going on right now um you went back into the workforce and you're a teacher mm-hmm. in a school system. Correct. My wife. As of two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. So <laughs> kind of fresh to you. Um, my wife is now entering her second year in a school system as a social worker. Um, and we discovered today and it's, it's kind of weird. So you and my wife are both Tauruses. Yeah. Strange. And me and Yoshi are both Sagittarius. This is wild. Yeah. I'm like, all right. So that makes me go. Yoshi's like the only Sagittarius I've met. Yeah. That's the weird thing. There's not a, like, if you were to tell me, be like, hey, name like a bunch of Sagittariuses that you know. I know like one. Yeah. Because everyone up here is a Scorpio. Okay. So here we And go. or, okay, maybe a Libra. Okay. So basically. Because that means everyone was born in September and October. Yeah, yeah, I do know a lot of people in September, October. Because everyone got pregnant yep. in December and January. Yeah, well, I mean, you're on vacation. <laughs> what else are you going to be doing? Exactly, um, and it snows. What else are you doing? Yeah. It's cold. Well, my, my, uh, my, you know, my, my boy, Scott, his wife, we both have the same birthdays. So oh, wow. I know her as a Sagittarius, and I have the same birthday as Jimi Hendrix and Bruce Lee. But otherwise than that, I'm like, okay, who else? So it's so weird. Oh, that's a fun fact. It is. Me and me and Malcolm X shared a birthday. Oh, so that explains your fight the power mentality. I know. Okay. So Yoshi is a Sagittarius. He is. Closer so it, to Christmas than you. Right. So it's it's super weird. Like, if we were to, I don't know, I feel like hitting the lottery is a better chance than both of us being like, wait a second. Yeah. Our, our significant others are like per like it's weird. Yes. 
So then it makes me go, okay, is astrology bullshit? (laughs) I know because we were like instantly, well, I thought in my timeline of how we met and then evolved, I thought we were like instantly friends. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, so the first time we met, it was like, Hey, all right, she's cool. But then we did the podcast. And after that, I was like, Oh, okay. And then when we sat down at the coffee shop, so you could talk about podcasting. I was like, Oh, yep. Best friends. <laughs> like, yeah. There was the high five. I mean, it was a mental high five in the air. Um, yeah. And I mean, well, it was the same thing for me and Yosh though. Yeah. Yeah. I, could I see, met him yeah. and I was like, I knew immediately I was going to be with him. Like, and end of story be with him. Yeah. And I mean, it's funny because we've mentioned this before. So, Whenever you hear us talking on the podcast, there's like 30 minutes before we even hit record. And not on purpose. No, no, not on purpose. It's just like, we're so excited to talk to each other. Yeah. Like we're like, hey, we're two adults talking. Um, <laughs> so and I know Yoshi listens. Someone's listening to me. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's amazing. Like I'm I don't have to talk like a salesman right now. And hey, I'm not talking to kids. This is great. Yeah. Um and Yoshi, I know you're listening right now, like super frustrated with how such of a good guy you are. Um, oh, you have to share that story. Oh, I can't. So um, I, I help Lynn's move a couple of plants out of her old business. You know, not a big deal. It's pretty easy. Um, I was glad I could help. Not just like little plants either. Gigantic plants. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're like. Tropical it, and yeah. cactuses. And like, yeah. yeah. So. You know, Linz was like, if you're helping me, I have to buy you coffee. And I'm very resistant to people buying me things. True, but I, but I made you. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, fine. One time you can buy me coffee. <laughs> and when you showed up with the coffee and you're like, hey, Yosh, I got you coffee too. His excitement and thankfulness for that coffee. I just looked at him and for two seconds, I was like, son of a bitch. He really <laughs> is a good person. And I was like, okay. And I had to no tell bullshit. my brain. Yeah, I was like, hey, brain, it's great that Linz is with a good person. Stop it. <laughs> like, like I was like, why am I aggravated? Because he's such a good person. Um, he's, no, he's frustratingly good. <laughs> I get that. I always tell him he is the better person of the two of us. Yeah, and that's, it's kind of funny. That's what I tell my wife. I'm like... Like when she's having a bad day, I'm like, stop it. Cause you're supposed to be the mentally strong one in this relationship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, of course. Yeah. Like I lean when, on you. <laughs> yeah. When Yosh has a bad day, I like don't even know how to handle him Yeah, because oh, it's yeah. so rare. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm supposed to be the moody one. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, Yoshi, you're a good person. Um, yes. for two seconds, you aggravated me. Like I, like I wanted to throw my coffee on the ground and just stomp away being like, son of a bitch, you're, you're a nice guy. <laughs> but then I, I told my brain like, no, 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 it's good. Like, <laughs> because oh my let, gosh, let's, let's admit it in your life on a day to day dealing with people. You don't meet a good person every day. You just don't. Yeah. Um, and I was like, you know, I mean, and, I of course I know Yoshi is a good person. Like I I knew it ahead of time, but then when you actually like see it demonstrated, you're like, ugh, like, <laughs> like he's he's never not that way. 
See, you're lucky. He's, he, yeah. I know. I mean, yeah. I did my, I did due diligence and I don't get me wrong. I kissed a lot of toads. Yeah. Yeah. Before I found Yoshi. Yeah. And he'll always give you the last piece of chocolate, which I would, I, I, strug- always. I, I struggle doing that. Like if we have a box of chocolates and the last piece is there, I'm like, well, no, that's mine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, but here we go again. Well, um, and I think in the moment that I actually met Noelle in person, yep. I was like, oh, she's so cool. Like, yeah, I don't mean like she just is. She just like exudes this like badass coolness, like this aloof, like I'm so cool and I know it. You, you'll never be as cool as me. And I was like, but I can I be cool? Can yeah. I be in your cool club? Oh, yeah. And, and she lets everybody in. Um, and the weirdest thing about Noelle is, so by trade, she's a social worker. That's her job. But I can sit like, well, and we can't do this right now. <clears throat> but like, I can go to the bar with my friends and Noelle. And she'll just sit there and not say a word. And my friends will open up about like, their childhood and how much they struggled and she's like what's going on i was like i don't know but this is amazing to see my tough guy friend start to cry about his mom like wow. i was like i don't know what you do to people noel but yeah but no she's she's cool um she's my opposite she's you know um and and tomorrow is our 10-year anniversary Yay. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. So pretty exciting. Um, Yes. If you are listening tomorrow, September 11th. Mm. And I know, oh, you know, and it's, it is a day for remembrance, um, but I'll never forget my wedding anniversary. (laughs) Yeah. It's in there. Yeah. But wait, so she picked the day that we were getting married and she told me, she's like, I want to bring good back to this day. And my first reaction was the same exact reaction I had with Yoshi for like two seconds. I'm like, son of a bitch. She's a good person. (laughs) Cause I, I I, initially I was like, I don't want to get married on that day. That's bad juju. And it wasn't always, it didn't even have a meaning. No, not at all. And then she was like, no, we're going to bring good back to this day. And I'm like, yeah, you're so good. (laughs) (laughs) damn you and your yeah. goodness yeah so uh, as you can hear we're both in really good moods which i'm excited about to cover this topic yeah um so covid parenting oh, covid parenting in schools yeah so you know i'm gonna ask you which way do we go okay so two weeks ago you came back into the workforce Yes. Uh, by trade, by education, you're a teacher. Um, and it's not just, you know, teaching kids. I mean, you're also a, a, a yoga instructor. I, I think in general, you're... You, I know. It's a role I just yeah. kind of like fall into. Yeah. I, I think till till the end of days, you'll always be teaching somehow, some way. Yeah, I um, agree. I mean, I see that. Yeah. So you're, you're, you came back into it. <laughs> Well, Uh, let me give some backstory. So we, I stopped working. Yep. um, So that I could be home with Horace. Yep. Because of the way we chose to parent him. Yep. It was important for me as to be the primary caregiver at that time. Yeah. 
Um, and it was always part of our conversation and our plan for me to eventually go back to teaching. Okay. To the point. What is going on? Sorry about that. Whoa. That was weird. Okay. Anyway, sorry, people. My phone went off. Okay. So teaching. <laughs> um, it was so even when we moved to Maine from yeah. DC, I immediately went and made sure that my my teaching credentials and my license was current here. Smart. Because I knew I would be teaching eventually. Yep. And it's been a it's been a year. Oh, it's maybe even been two years since I did that. Um, but now that the studio has closed, mm-hmm. um, it was it was t- and Forrest is older and um, it, it was time, you know, Yoshi's been working nights and weekends and holidays and summers and we barely see each other. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, he's driving all over the place for work and not in the same way you are. He'll drive to like one of three locations and he'll stay the whole, the whole time, but his, he's got long hours and yep. he's got, he's got, um, food service industry hours, which are the opposite of the rest of us. Yeah, yeah, they're crazy. And so, any time that we all had like holidays and weekends, my partner was at work and I was solo parenting again. Yeah. And so that we're done. We're tired of that. Yep. We we did it. We did what we needed to do, and now it's time for me to to be back at work. Okay. Um, and so Yoshi's home with Forrest in the daytime and then he's still working part-time in beer. So, um, but it's, it's, it's different than he set some parameters around that and and it looks a lot different. So yes, it's a crazy time, a wild time. (laughs) I'm not really sure what I was thinking kind of time to get back into it. But aside from COVID, it's the time, the time is right for my family. Yes. Yes. So I made the decision and honestly, I didn't think about it that much. It was a conversation Yoshi and I had had one night, you know, and those like, I don't know if you and Noel have conversations like this, but they're barely ever not interrupted, right? Like mm-hmm. constant interruptions. Yep. By the time you actually like can sit down with each other and, and talk to each other without an interruption, it's late. Yeah. Like I'm, your brains aren't firing. Like you don't really want to talk anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I want to, I want to just like drink whiskey, watch documentaries and be done with it. And be done with it. <laughs> yeah. Like forget, like you just want to like drop into that la la land for a while. Yep. Sometimes we have to do like grown up things though, during the time after dinner. Yeah. yeah. And so I think it was just, he was just so, he was so tired of the work situation and I knew I there was no chance of like opening up a studio or like making enough money to support my family off of teaching yoga and he was like would you consider going back to teaching right now and I'm like if 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 the money is good enough yeah in in terms of like just feeding us yep and 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 paying the mortgage yes I will. Yep. And I applied to two places. Yep. I had two interviews. I had two job offers and I took one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Which, so, yeah. And, and 
and and you know i i was lucky to see like the process and and, and like the background of what and it we was were going fast through. it happened like we had that conversation yeah. i applied the same night and the next day yeah. and i had interviews literally the day after i applied because they called me immediately and they were like we loved your resume please come in and interview yeah yeah so. and i think just because like who the heck is trying to go into teaching right now <laughs> me only me yeah well it's not that i'm like so amazing it's that there was literally no one else <laughs> yeah yeah and it was it was funny like we joke about it like so for me you and my wife you're like modern day superheroes right now with what i sure wish i had a cape yeah like you guys should be wearing capes um, I wear a mask. Does that count? That counts. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's that mask. gets heavy by by about one o'clock in the afternoon. It's oh, like, yeah, it weighs fifteen pounds on your face. Yeah. So you guys, yeah, you guys are in an environment that's kind of crazy right now. Um, yeah. And I mean, that's an understatement. Mm -hmm. Um, but you have a and I know passion. Noelle's been on long school board meetings. <laughs> I've mean, been on long school board meetings. <laughs> Yeah, as we speak right now, she's on a school board meeting about lunches and sports. I think Noelle's been on a school board meeting every, every time Thursday. we've podcasted yep. for like the last month. Yeah, which, and and me, I'm like, why are you, like, this is, no, like, this isn't your responsibility, but she's like, I need to be you've, informed. You've got to know, yeah. yeah. You've so got to listen in. I'm like, okay, um. I'm curious, like, what's the ratio of parents who listen in on those meetings? Is it heavy or is it just teachers? Oh, no, it's heavy now. It, it, mm. it, in, in this community, it's very heavy. Like, there's a parent on the on Facebook that live transcribes everything that's going on. So if you can't make the meeting, what? yeah, you can go on Facebook and he timestamps everything so you can read the whole meeting. That's incredible. Yeah. So they, the parents in this community are taking it very seriously. Um, but also in, in my opine, they're taking it seriously because they want their kids back five days a week. Right. Um, and I, I know we'll approach it. I completely disagree with that. Um, yeah, so do I. Yeah. So, so you're back in school. Yeah. So I've, teachers have been in the building. Yep for teachers and staff also you know who the real superhero heroes are is let me just say is like the ed techs and the custodians yeah those people bust their freaking butts yep yep um they are everywhere in that building everywhere they yeah. know everything that's going on they do everything and unfortunately they are not paid the best right um which is kind of messed up with our system like you know yeah a custodian is sanitizing a classroom to, to keep us all safe right now. Yeah. But Hey, let's give mm -hmm. them 15 bucks an hour. Really? Mm -hmm. Like, and then you got somebody like me <laughs> and Linz has, has a, a great insight to the freedom I have with my job. I make way more than a custodian and I'm not protecting children. Right. Something wrong with that. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess I could say, well, I'm helping build America, but you know, that's a line of that's a line of bullshit. 
um, <laughs> you know, but a custodian doing what they do or an ed tech doing what they do. Or, you know, I know in your situation, especially with the group of kids you work with, every every day, and it's a terrifying thing for me with my wife or for you as my friend, yoga instructor, podcasting partner, it terrifies me that one day I'm going to get a text message where you're going to say, hey, we had yoga last week. I got hit this week. So you're not yeah. going to you're not going to have yoga with me for two weeks. Yeah. And I don't worry like health wise initially, like I think you explained it best, like you'll get the covid cold. Mm-hmm. Which I know you're going to get through through fairly easily, but then we don't know what's going to happen to you long term. Um, right. That's my concern is like, how messed up are my lungs going to be? Yeah. Yeah. Cause in five years or 10 years. And then, and then really I'm concerned about forest yep. and like at four years old, what is that going to be for him at 10 or 15 right. or, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it is likely that whether I've had it or not, I haven't had any symptoms. Correct. Um, and even if I, I don't know, even if I haven't had it and I did get it, like I, I'm, I believe in my immune system. Yep. I believe in the supplements I'm taking. I believe in, in my diet and lifestyle. Um, I, but I worry about the, I, it's not the immediate right. sickness that I'm worried about. It's that we don't know long-term what this does to our bodies. Yeah. I mean, there are people, um, and I, I, I'm, I'm assuming you may not be familiar with them, but uh, Michael Yo, he's a stand-up comedian. Mm-mm. He got it, and he ended up in ICU. And they, t- they said we have to keep you off the respirator because if we put you on the respirator, you're going to die. That Whoa. was that was back in late March, early April, and here we are, you know, mid September. And he's talking about like he's into working out and stuff. He still hasn't recovered his endurance and lung capacity. Right. And that's what I've heard yeah. from not just him, but but anecdotally from a lot of people who've had this, yeah. who are being very vocal about the recovery process is months after the symptoms are gone, the the most extreme symptoms are gone, they're still having a hard time breathing. Yeah. So... <clears throat> Yeah, that's a that's a huge. That, I mean, that's that's a huge worry um, for all of us to right. think. Okay, like yeah. I mean, <laughs> and I I know I texted you about it. Um, so the Rock came out and was like, "Hey, me and my whole family have COVID." Right. And and I've I've taken it seriously this whole time, but that's the first time I went, "Oh shit, he got it." <laughs> that means I can get it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, let's be honest, The Rock is probably as close as you can get to, like, a living physical superhero. I was just going to say that. Absolutely. Yes. So. A real life in-person superhero. Yeah. So somebody that shouldn't get COVID is that man. (laughs) Yeah. He's also human. Yeah. So I'm like, uh uh-oh. And then I also, then I immediately switched to getting mad, like. Okay, so him and his whole family got it. Was did he put himself in a situation that wasn't safe? Maybe he went to the wedding in Millinocket. Oh. I mean, they're up to 160 something cases now. 
three yeah. people have died who didn't even go to the goddamn wedding. So for for those of you out there that don't live in the state of Maine, there's a million people in the state of Maine. So it has been nationwide news. Yeah. We, before this wedding happened in Millinocket, Maine, which is up north in the middle of nowhere, Maine had weathered COVID pretty well. Yeah. Our numbers were very low every yep. day. Yep. Um, and then all these people from Southern Maine decided to go to a wedding in Millinocket, Maine. Mm-hmm. Like Lynn said, what would you say? 160 cases? Yeah, we're it's it's in it's 160 something. I can't remember the number I saw today. And that's confirmed cases in the state of Maine. It's also affected nine other states directly related to that wedding. Yep. Um, and then three like three Lynn, people have died that didn't they even go didn't to the wedding. Eh? A, they didn't go to the wedding. And I don't care if this comes back to bite me in the ass. The guy that married the couple, the preacher from Sanford. Right. That Still act, having in-person congregation services. Inside. Inside. So that asshole is saying he's getting a lawyer because because it's religious freedom. He should be able to do this. Jesus Christ. The first thing I heard today when I got in the car was that this this is he a priest no pastor he's a pastor i don't know pastor was saying that he's receiving death his he's saying he's receiving death threats and i like looked around in my car shaking my head back and forth like well no duh yeah it's like what the fuck did you expect like what don't cry me your sob story yeah so of course you're getting death threats and of course, what's not from me, by the no, way. No, 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 no. But what's ironic? <laughs> but I'm not surprised. Right, and and that's the county you work in. It is the county I work in. Yeah. Yes, that church is not that far away from where I'm teaching. Right. So safe to say, you know, it's it's a big. So that puts more pressure on you. So you're back in a yeah. school system. Yeah, so kids started today. Yep. And how are you feeling after your first day? Um It's a lot of things. Okay. It's first of all, our classrooms are hot. I guess I just didn't realize that when you live in the northeast, you don't put air conditioners in buildings. And so today was really humid. Yes, it was. And it is hot in our building. Like, we don't have AC. Mm-hmm. And kids are stinky. I don't care how old they are. They stink <laughs> yes, when they, they when there's a bunch of them in a room. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this has nothing to do with how I'm feeling about it. But right. Right. <laughs> maybe it does. I don't know. Maybe it's my, my naivete that, like, I just didn't know that buildings weren't air-conditioned because I've worked in new york and dc and maryland and colorado and korea and everything had air conditioning so (laughs) um (laughs) it's hot yep people are sweating yep this is the first time these children are being asked to wear a mask for seven hours a day (sighs) yep which is a long long time yes for an 11 year old for a 37-year-old, for a 51-year-old, it doesn't matter. Oh, by it the... is a long time to be wearing a mask. Yeah. Oh, by the and way. And those masks, it is a requirement that they yep. stay on 
hundred percent of the time. Um, there's I'm, no taking them off. No, there's not. And by the way, um, I'm not 51. If anybody's thinking that, so just want to. No, no, no. I meant some of the people I work with are <laughs> are like in their fifties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not in my fifties. Yeah, so. it's not you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I'm. I know the kids are happy to be back in yes. school. Yeah. But school is not. There are max 10 kids in a class depending on the size of the classroom some some classes can only fit seven or eight desks yep um they are their plexiglass shields around the desks (laughs) everyone's wearing a mask yep there is no touching anybody's things or anybody's stuff yep there's hand sanitizer when you get on the bus when you get off the bus when you enter the building before (laughs) you go to the bathroom after you go to the bathroom anytime you touch anything um they have hand sanitizer at their desks there's hand sanitizer in the rooms there's hand sanitizer in the hallways um you know they can't talk to each other while they eat lunch right because their masks are off yep so you can't unless you want to if you want to talk to your friends fine you have to put your mask back on and you still have to stay six feet apart from each other (laughs) So it's a lot of policing. Yep. It's a lot of, you know, and you lose instruction time. You lose fun when teachers have to enforce policy, when teachers have to enforce safety measures. And I think that's going to be the hardest part for everyone to adjust to. Hmm. There's a lot of rules. These kids did not get up from their desk. There's no moving around. There's no working in groups. There's no pushing your desk next to somebody else's or moving into a different classroom. There's no roaming the halls. There's nothing. You are in your desk with your butt down with your mask on. Hmm. It's not fun. And it goes against everything we learn as teachers to foster creativity and community and real learning. Hmm. Is this new information for you? It's not. So Okay. Um So when I So I don't have a school, I don't have a kid in the school district. Right. Forrest is not is not old enough. Which is awesome. Um, yeah, I feel I'm like really happy about that. And yeah. and even if he were old enough, um I wouldn't be sending him to school this year. Yeah. So I have the unique situation of my my wife is the social worker for our local town school. That's also where both my kids go to school. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we brought it up, but my uh, my nine year old son, Judah, um, he is the definition (laughs) of high risk. Um, Right. He had heart surgery when he was three weeks old. Uh, wow. Three months old, he had to have a, a shunt uh, placed into his skull for hydrocephalus. And at the same time, he had double hernia surgery. Um, and then he's had like asthma issues. But I got to say, since we moved back to Maine, it it's weird. Like we've really kept up on the maintenance program. He hmm. doesn't seem to have the issues that he had in New Jersey. Um, okay. Proving the point that Jersey truly is a dirty state. 
Dirty um, Jersey. That's right. Um, that's what they call it. Yeah. So we are in a particular. So everything you you said that you're going through and seeing and dealing with is the same for my wife. But throw, right. on, throw on top of that, on Thursdays and Fridays, her, her children are there. And, oh, by the way, Judah's a high risk. So everything we're doing, our first thought is, how do we protect Judah? To the, mm-hmm. to, to the point we had to, and my wife was amazing about it, sat down with her seven-year-old daughter to explain, hey, we're doing these things to protect your brother. Right. Um, ideally, it would be great not to send him to school. Yeah. Um, but we fall into that situation where it's like, okay, we need the two working parents. Um, mm-hmm. Because, and I'm sure a lot of people will agree with this, um, my wife is in that deal. You work 10 years nonprofit and your student loans are forgiven. Yeah. She's very close to the, to having them forgiven. So she can't leave the workforce right now. Otherwise we'll get slapped with $80,000 in student loans. Yeah. So it's and, and outside of the podcast, you've heard me hem and haw. Like we we're really struggling like, what do we do with Judah? Right. You know, but he also wants to be back in school and have the interaction. Like, he loves his new teacher. He's back with Good. his friends. Um, how I'm curious to know yeah. how he felt about it. You know, it was hard to read the kids today. I think yeah. they were a little shell shocked. You know, you got to think these kids haven't been in a building since March. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And at first it was like, oh, we're only going to be out of school for two weeks. Yeah. And then it got delayed and then it got delayed and then it got delayed and then it was the end of the school year and then we've had summer. Yeah. So, so how did he feel after his first day? Oh, he was, uh, he was so excited. The packet that they sent home with him because they don't have their computers yet. So they're going to be doing a packet for next week. Okay that they have to bring back like he was also like i'm a kid that loved packets so i don't think like packets are inherently bad no no i mean um, i actually think some kids kind of like them i i think it's nice to have that tactile feeling of working with a a pencil and paper yes um so it was to the point um it was so funny today so him and i do physical therapy together mine takes a bit longer so he brought his packet with him so he could work on it while they were doing the dry needling to my feet. Oh, I love Judah. Yeah. He, so he's all about being back in school and he's really adjusted. Well, um, I feel like Sage has adjusted well, but I also wonder a month from now, is the rug going to get pulled out from underneath them and be like, Hey, you're not coming back to school till next year. I mean, right? That's the conversation on everyone's tongue. Yeah. and When does this end? Yeah. So you and I, I think this is not going to be a episode where we're like, er, we disagree. Um, I think we're kind of, we're walking together on this topic. Like, yeah, we're going to do whatever we can to protect our families. We're going to do whatever we can to protect, well, so 
for me, it's protecting my kids, but you're, I know you're protecting your family, but also you're like my wife. You're like, I got to protect the kids I work with too. Yeah. Um, and we're on the same. Yeah. Page. I think that's part of it is the responsibility as an adult in the building. Yep. I don't know a single teacher that isn't taking this dead ass serious. Yeah. Like, or the administrator or custodian or, or ed tech, like, no one in the building thinks this is a joke. Right. There's... And we all know that we're only as good as the worst person there yeah. who isn't following protocol. Yeah. So... And even with all these pro- protocol things in place, we don't even know if it's really that safe. Yeah. I mean, so let me ask you. So I had a unique situation come up a few weeks ago. Yeah, I guess a couple of weeks ago at a grocery store. Um, did you have an encounter? Well, no, so not so much. We heard something. So, um, so, you know, um, my job did not allow me to have vacation during the summer because it's busy season for what I do. Correct. And Noel actually had to go back to school, you know, prior to the kids coming. So my little ones spent, I don't know, 10 days with their grandparents. Um, which was great. They were kept safe. Everything was great. So we went to a local small grocery store. We we didn't go to our normal big Hannaford. We went to the local one. And there was a teacher in front of us, not wearing a mask, saying, yeah, yeah here's the best part. I don't want to go back if I'm going to be forced to wear a mask. Are you kidding me? I wish I was. So this is where. So gets... what's the alternative? Well, you know what, lady, quit your job. Like exactly. I, Bye I, Felicia. We yeah. don't need you. So it, it's like, I've, so what you're saying about the people in your building, it's the same exact thing. My wife is saying about the people in her building. Nobody's taking yes. this as a joke, but to hear nobody's a, thinking it's a joke. And we also realize that this is so new and different for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And right. There's like this immense amount of empathy for like, how unique this situation is yeah and there i mean so to hear that i was like okay so my first thought was man i feel bad for those kids like this is not a good teacher like for her it's a paycheck it's not a passion like she does not care about the kids in her classroom oh i in this in the building i'm working in i've heard the complete opposite i mean nothing but like the reason that people typically go into teaching and there are exceptions, of course, mm-hmm. it's for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Because it's for the connection. It's for the watching the light bulbs go off in their heads. It's, it's seeing them progress and mature and grow and question things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Teachers and social workers, I know you guys joke about it all the time, but it's so very true. Like, I'm not doing this for the money. No. <laughs> like, like, I mean, essentially, without talking numbers, um, I pretty much double my wife's salary and your salary. Yes. I, I, I work in the construction industry. I am extremely flexible. I have a lot of freedom. And I'm not molding the minds of the future generations. And I make double what you make. And do you need a master's degree to do what you do? Nope. (laughs) 
Okay. (laughs) So I I don't know if Noelle has hers. She does. Okay. So Noelle and I both have master's degrees. Yep. Which is a huge expense and a big commitment. And Mm -hmm. I loved every second of grad school. (laughs) Yep. Including the times I was in tears because my brain hurt so much. (laughs) Um, And yet you and Yoshi and lots of other people I know who don't have a degree um, make way more money. So this is not about like way more, like double. This is not about the money. Yeah, and I mean, it it's... might be about having summers off. Yeah, which, <laughs> I'm which kidding is, when I say that. Well, but it, that's a pretty good benefit. Um, yeah, it is. And you know, and it's not off, right? Like I know plenty of teachers who work another job in the summertime. Oh, of course. Um, and I think I didn't have an idea. I was of... one of them. Yeah. Oh, I always waited tables. Yeah, always. So, I mean, I, I can say before meeting Noel. I think I think for a lot of people you you kind of take that attitude like being a teacher like ugh you're done work at three four o'clock in the afternoon you have summers off like quit bitching I wish it was that way yeah quit bitching about your pay and then you you are with someone that's in a school system and you go oh why aren't they paying you one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year I don't don't understand this Um, you know as an example. You in your free time, was it yesterday you were on the school board meeting? Yeah, for three hours. Yeah. Uh, Noel, I mean, they had one school board meeting that went till midnight, 1230. Yeah. Being on it for six hours. I um, told Yosh last night, too. I was like, it'll only be an hour. I'll only be on here an hour. Yeah. It's no. like right in the middle of dinner, too. Yeah. I'm like, it's all, I'll just be, I just got to listen. Yeah. <laughs> so the amount. Three hours later. Yeah. Well, the amount of time that anybody in a school puts in that they don't get paid for like if you got paid for that time you would probably be making two hundred thousand dollars a year oh yeah like if you if you averaged out like the per hour rate of what i work to what my salary is i would i would it'd be you know twelve dollars maybe yeah like you're barely making an hour minimum wage yeah, which is why I waited tables because I could make triple that in yep. a night. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, I mean, here you are. Here Noel is. Not in Maine. That was in DC. Right. You can't make, you're not walking away with $500 a night. No. In Maine. Well, there's there's a few places, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very, very select places. Yeah. Um, you know, um, but yeah, so you and Noel are, are classified as essential workers now. Oh, yes. I was glad Governor Mills passed that sentiment. Yeah. I don't know what it means for me. Um, I think if you need COVID tests, it's free. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think I, I honestly, if I was a parent sending my kids to school, I would have wanted all of the staff to be tested ahead of time. Yeah. Well, I have not. No one's even mentioned it in my district. Yeah. Same, same in this district down uh, or up north from you. Um, yeah. So can't get there from here. Nope. You can't. How was that? Was that good? That was pretty good. Okay. <laughs> Yoshi's taught me a few uh, things. So <laughs> you guys are essential workers. Yeah. 
and but you're also parents and so yeah so but also let me ask you a question since i haven't like yoshi and i do our own like you know child care shuffle yep um but we were kind of used to that because we're we're still in that like preschool land where somebody's always got to be here yep um and like super attentive um i mean i'm currently looking at a gigantic train track that i made today for forest (laughs) with like trains all over like all over the living room floor That's perfect normally i clean up the mess mm-hmm. but it was so good that i kind of want him to play with it tomorrow too that's perfect yeah i know like i already built in a, an activity for the morning you're welcome <laughs> there you go yoshi yeah. <laughs> um what was i gonna say oh your child care shuffle yeah so if the kids are only in school like you your little ones can't really stay home for like a long time by themselves no so um they're in this lovely thing called cohort B. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. So <laughs> terrible word. Yeah. So they go to school Thursday, Friday. Yep. That's um, we had we had Thursday, Friday kids today, also yep. cohort B. Yep. Um, I think it's a stupid term, but whatever. I'm not <laughs> I'm not the geniuses behind this. Um so then Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they're online. Um, oh, and by the way, this school district. Kind of though, right? Like, yeah. do your teachers have a real legit plan for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? I don't know. My kids don't even have their computers yet because they're like, <laughs> oh, oops. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. Um, so h- how it works for my kids. Um, on Mondays, um, they go to uh, Noelle's best friend, uh, Rachel. They opted to homeschool this year. So they're doing the Waldorf method. Okay. Um. I don't know what it is, which is kind of funny because, you know, when I'm when I'm interested in something, I will research the hell out of it. Yes. I haven't Googled Waldorf method at all. That tells you how much (laughs) amazing you're like, I don't care. Just have fun and do some math and reading. Yeah. Like, have a good (laughs) snack. Be safe. Um, Don't beat up the other kids. We're good. Um, So then so we got we we have that Tuesday. um, pretty thankful i felt like i had to jump through a few hoops but tuesdays i take an office day um okay because because what i do my job um technically my home is my office Mm -hmm. but but now it's like official so i'm home with them on tuesdays um okay so you can kind of supervise like making sure they're they're doing whatever they need to do and you're there in case of emergency and for like snack and lunch yeah so what's okay so this so this week because of the holiday i actually took my office day on wednesday with them oh Um, yeah Mm -hmm. so (laughs) that involved me having to be like oh shit i need to go give this product to a customer hey kids get in the truck let's go (laughs) yeah like here's your lesson for today here's what your dad does drop the product off um and then when we came back into town um my really good friend, well, I, I, I actually, I say this. Um, I really appreciate my friend Jamie. Uh, she's a local uh, business owner that owns a shake and tea shop. You've talked to me about Jamie before. Yeah, she, so her and her business partner, Vanessa, um, they're very family oriented and they're two amazing women when it comes to like what they're doing with their business and how they, they deal with their family. Jamie took it upon herself to let Judah actually work there for two hours a week 
and she's done amazing things with his self-confidence and he has fun. So we stopped there and he got to make teas and shakes and Sage is now interacting and, and all this. So it's a really good environment. So it makes me feel good to see like how their self-confidence goes up. So for me, I'm like, oh, this is totally worth it. Like, yeah, like this is this is a, an education that they would not get until they got their first job. That's cool. So, so we do that and then um, come back. And I was really excited because the kids wanted to go to the apple orchard down the road from us to pick apples. OK, so I'm like, yes, let's do this. Is it apple season? Uh Max and Cortland's are in season right now. Oh, for baking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? And I'm, I was really excited because yeah. I remember, you know, when my oldest, now 18, when he was like seven or eight, like the blast that I had there with him. So, oh, it's the best. We, yeah. we normally, during not COVID years, yeah. we go to Albany to visit all my friends. Yep. At the end of September. Yep you know coincidentally is also when we had my baby shower in albany nice because um i might be a little biased in this okay i believe that upstate new york has some of the best apples i've ever had in my whole entire life oh you know what i say to that hmm. um blah like <laughs> like no like maine maine is just so badass what? maine is just maine is have you been to an apple orchard in maine no, because I go to Albany. Oh, see, so you until you go to an apple orchard in Maine, I don't I don't think your opinion counts. Thank you. <laughs> uh okay. Well I might go this year then. All right. But so, I'm not going until it's like snacking apple. Okay. So you're you're talking like season. end of September, beginning of October. Yes. So Judah was like, I'm tired, I'm not going. I'm like, yeah, like this is all I wanna do. Like I'm so excited for this. Luckily, his big brother was home. So I was like, fine. Like, I'm not going to fight you. I don't want to have a fight. I just want to have a nice day. So Sage and I did it. We had a blast. Oh, um, good. Yeah. Came home and then kind of, you know, do whatever. But as of right now, there's no real plan for them because there's no computers and there's no online teaching. Right. But that's how. Are they we... in school tomorrow? Yeah, they are in school tomorrow. It's only a half day. Um, oh, Why? I don't know. Okay. It seems weird to me. I'm. We don't have a half day at my school tomorrow. Yeah, well, I'm wondering, so you guys have always planned to have the full day, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they've always planned to have the half day. And I wonder, because you guys started two days later. Yeah. So we were yeah. supposed to start on the 8th. Yep. With cohort A. <laughs> Take a, take a day off for deep clean on Wednesday, which we had meetings upon meetings upon meetings. And then, and then the school board meeting and yep. then, and then Thursday was cohort B. Yep. So, so we were going to have two first days of school this week. Okay. But we, t we didn't open on Tuesday, the 8th. Okay. We opened today for students. So okay. people, staff were still in the building yep. Tuesday and Wednesday. But because it was weird, because Wednesday changed so quickly and we thought it was a remote day, some of us ended up being at home because we had already arranged the family situation. Right. Thinking that we were going to be home that day. 
and I'm including myself in this. Yep. Which is how I ended up spilling coffee on my computer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. So really, it's the school's fault. Oh, yeah. At the end of the day. If, right. If, if like, they, that's what yeah. I think I just figured out. So you should give them the receipt and be like, thank you. I, I should. I need a new one. I need this. Yeah. <laughs> I need this new computer, um, even though they just handed me one for school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, OK, so you have a half day. Yep. You you had to find you guys had to find child care. Yep. You had to, like, start taking an office day. Noelle's in the building four days a week. Yeah, so she's um, she, so she's home on Wednesday Wednesdays, with them, unless it's a holiday week, and then she won't be home, and I'll just shift like my office day from Tuesday to Wednesday. Um, Why wouldn't she be home? Wednesdays are still you still have to have a day in between cohorts. Yeah, well, her school district is taking a different view. Um, Ew! Yeah, what? Yeah, so. There, I didn't think there was a lot of wiggle room. Like, like the guidelines were given to the whole state yeah. for like what hybrid schedule looks like. So all of us in the state are doing the same-ish thing. No, unfortunately not. Oh, um, like this school board kind of wants proof that the teachers are working on Wednesday. I here's okay. I don't know what. Uh, your school board consists of. Mm-hmm. I know what my school board consists of since I got to watch last night. I don't know that any of them have ever been educators. Um, I, I get the same thing. Um, I also don't. I mean, these people are old. <laughs> oh, so we don't have that. We we have people okay. that are uh, most of them. Some of them aren't, but most of them currently have kids in the school system. Okay. Um. But the best way I can explain these people is I would like to go to a school board meeting, put them in a headlock, and give them noogies. Yes. Because there's no rationale. Like, for the school board members, we should just go back five days a week, no masks. Um, Well, you and I live in a slightly different political... Yes. ...political areas. (laughs) Slightly different. A little bit little bit but not surprisingly not that different yeah i mean um i I will say without us getting into politics i do see more biden signs in your neck of the woods than my neck of the woods. oh sure yeah i don't think one exists up by you but (laughs) i saw one today not as many as i i was hoping to see yeah i saw one today and i'm like should i take a picture like is this a unicorn <laughs> oh my god that's so good i actually i have a friend who is from new hampshire his mom lives in new hampshire and he and i know him from dc yep he was in new hampshire recently and he took a picture of one that said it's it says b y the state of new hampshire shape in rainbow colors including brown and black so it says BY shape of New Hampshire, which kind of looks like an E with the stripes. Yep. And then the bottom part says D O N. And when you say that out loud, it's Biden, but it definitely says like by Don. <laughs> and I thought it was the best sign I've seen. That's a, that's the best sign I've seen that's because incredible. it's 
so fucking subtle and yeah. so pointed and you're just like yes yeah 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 that's um, pretty good pretty good yeah yeah i can dig that um, okay so that makes a lot of sense to me why you have like a bunch of anti-mathy people up there yeah and and this is this is okay this this part's gonna upset people but i don't even care um you and i i i don't think we disagree we don't disagree on masks at all no right. i am one trillion percent everybody around me wear a goddamn mask or yeah. i'm leaving yeah it's it's pretty simple um do i i mean we've we've ugh, god we've talked about this a million times do i want to wear a mask every day no no it's terrible but also do i want to kill your grandma no no <laughs> like, and maybe... do i care about my community yes and that's why i wear one yeah um you know what and, and who knows maybe... because it's it's isn't it what's the phrase oh yoshi would know the phrase because he just like knows these things so not only is he a good person his brain traps nuggets of things yep. that just like don't stick with me mm -hmm. there's a phrase that's like ah. it's it's not about the individual right it's not about my comfort level of wearing this mask I can do uncomfortable things if it's going to protect the majority of us. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's what gets me about the masks is it's selfish. Yeah. It, to not wear one. It is. And I mean, are the masks are not a hundred percent foolproof. They're just not right. Um, uh, right. I agree with that too, but it gives us a chance. Yeah. Um, and maybe I, yeah, like, so if, if Judah was a normal child, still wear well, the mask. Well, maybe just like a, a healthier child. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Thank you. He's a normal child. Yeah. He has some pre-existing conditions that right. I wish he didn't have. I'd still wear the mask, though. It wouldn't change anything. Um, but it does make yeah. me more vocal in the general public, like. You know, yeah. when somebody's saying something, it's like, hmm, like there's nothing more that I love. So the construction community kind of thinks the masks are bullshit. Mm. So when they give me a tough time for wearing a mask, I'm like, hey, my son had heart surgery when he was three weeks old. And they go, oh, we're assholes. Yeah. Yeah. But my. So that's the thing, right? Is like you can't assume. Yeah. That everyone lives the same experience as you. Right. Right. Oh, definitely. I mean, this this is a fact <laughs> in the Black Lives Matter movement, mm -hmm. in the Me Too movement, mm -hmm. in the mask movement. You can't assume anything about anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I truly do not believe that masks are a form of government control. No. It's... You know what? Because at the end of the day... When I lived in Korea... Yeah. It is standard practice. It's... Out of courtesy. Yeah, it's politeness. To wear a mask, and also vanity, but yeah. it's standard practice to wear a mask 
when your allergies are bothering you, when you think you might have a cold, when you feel like wearing a mask. Yeah. It's standard practice to carry on an umbrella in the sun Yep. in Korea. None of these things, and it's not a government issued like, you must do this. Uh, you know, we've got our thumb on you. It's It's an understanding that we spread disease and sickness and transmit things to one another through our breath and our speaking and our all of you know our bodily fluids like so there's there's just that one more extra layer of precaution yeah of yeah. courtesy of courtesy for another human being yep yeah and it's that's what it comes down to for me it's easy yeah. Um, and I mean, you know. And so for here's my thing with the people who don't want to wear a mask is like, okay, so stay home. Yeah. Get Hannah. You can get Hannaford to go. Yep. In D.C., they deliver groceries. They don't do that up here. But like you can just like pop your trunk and have somebody drop them off. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Stay home. Yep. And let the rest of us wear our masks. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty simple. Um but it makes me now it makes me uncomfortable to go into anywhere if it's a closed location to go anywhere with people not wearing masks yeah yeah and it's and depending on on our state of Maine depending on where you go so if you're if you're more south in Maine southern Maine like the Portland area i feel comfortable cuz the majority of people are wearing masks Yes. But man, you go into central northern Maine, you're the weirdo for wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like, ugh, come on, people, really? Um Yeah. And I think the only thing that aggravates me more than people that don't wear masks are all the people that wear the mask but they keep it underneath their nose. Yeah. I'm like Cuz right. then you're like what's the what what's yeah. your point here? Yeah, like, oh, is this your protest? So Right. You know, and I, I is that what it is? I think it's like, well, I, I, I do think, and I don't have a formed opinion on this. I've seen some conversations online about, you know, mask can be traumatizing, a mask can be um, triggering, a mask can be a lot of things for folks dealing with mental health, um, yeah. PTSD, etc. Mm -hmm. I don't have a formed opinion about that. Um, you know, I, I do, I try to believe that people have the best intentions when they don't wear a mask, you know, if there's like a, a, a really legit reason. Right. Um, but again, maybe you can reconsider your shopping habits. Yeah. Can you reconsider how you're doing things in life right now so that the rest of us who are wearing masks can like do so comfortably yeah and i think because it's... again we're only as good as the weakest link yeah yeah so i mean it's <laughs> i know i joked about this with you and it's it's kind of a joke but it's not a joke like i was in target one night and i had to get something and there were a lot of people in target not wearing masks and i found myself like grunting and growling <laughs> Because I knew if I started to verbalize, I was going to, like, lose my shit and scream at people. Right. 
Because, I mean, like, I, get- I applaud you because I cannot bring myself to go into any store other than Hannaford. I haven't gone into the pet food store. Uh, I take that back. I've gone into Agway. Okay. But I, I have found an Agway that is pro-mask, and I have found an Agway that's pro-Trump, and I will not go to that Agway. So now I go out of my way to go to the pro-mask Agway. I mean, because I need chicken food. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. It, it was something that only Target had. Okay. But when it, like they have the signs on the door and stuff, but like the person that's no one's the, like enforcing it. No, the person at the front door that's cleaning the carts. I mean, it was like a 17, 18 year old female. Yeah. And her not saying anything. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like, you know, if a 250 pound dude walks in and he's like, I'm not wearing a fucking mask. What is she going to do? So are all these, are all these anti-mask people also not sending their kids to school? Because if they're really anti-mask, then they need to be keeping their kids home. Yeah. Uh, well, of course they send their kids to school and like, look, just of course they up. sent their kids to school. And those are the ones that I had to deal with today already on the yeah. first day Yeah. about how to wear a mask. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mom and dad didn't show me how to do it. Yeah. Of course um, not. So, you know, I have a tough time with the uh, anti-maskers. Some people that I thought were absolutely really intelligent. I'm like, oh, like, you're kind of, you're kind of coming down for me. Like, mm. you know, and it's, <laughs> I, I look at it this way. When they say, oh, it's all about government control our president refuses to wear the mask. If it's about government control, wouldn't that asshole be wearing a mask? Yes. So they meet what they mean is democratic government control. You know, so I'm, I'm speaking like, of though, I know we talked about this in our podcast that has gone to the technology gods yep. slash mercury retrograde. Yeah. Um, you have to vote. Oh, here we go. <laughs> You have to vote, and you read a tweet that proves my point. Oh, I sent you that tweet, right? You sent me. You yeah, yeah, sent yeah. me that tweet, yeah, which yeah. said to me, "Your tweet, your message of that tweet said to me that you're gonna vote." <laughs> I believe that you will be voting. Um, also, maybe it was also me kind of like adding fuel to your fire. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, here's what I'm gonna believe. Okay. I believe in you. Okay. I believe in your goodness. <laughs> and I believe in your guilt trip. <laughs> You're going to vote. Your vote counts, Jason. You know, I, I am. There's a part of me that's trying to figure out, like, how can I make pictures inside the voting booth that will totally screw with you? <laughs> oh, are you going to go to a voting booth? Um, if there's proper social distancing, I'm not scared to vote. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, if we're going to send our kids into school, like, why yeah. don't we just open up voting polls, too? I'm fine with voting by mail. I do it all the time. Yeah. I'm also fine with going into the high school I live close to because there's never anybody there. Yeah, I mean, the last time there was... It's Maine. Yeah. It's not like we're voting in New York City. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I would vote in person with proper social distancing. And I know that that we'll have that. I'll wear a mask. And when I leave, I will sanitize myself. Like, right. You know, um, 
or, and people, this is going to be hilarious, or I'll exercise my libertarian right of just not voting. No, 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 no. <laughs> you have to vote. <laughs> Your um, vote counts. I know. I know. Your vote counts for the two people who you like a lot, one of whom you married. Yeah. Who work in schools. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm 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 teetering on the idea right now. Okay. <laughs> we'll get you there. I have like, you know, you got a few more eighty weeks. days or something. Yeah. yeah. But um <laughs> yeah, as long as there's social distancing and people wear their masks, it's to me it's not a problem. Um, you know what it's it, I have a coming from a different place in the country where I first voted mm -hmm. to moving here in Maine. Um, you know, when I go to the polling booths, I don't have to show like they just ask me my name or like maybe maybe they ask me my address. Right. But I can see it. I can see my name and my address. Yeah. As soon as they flip to my page. Yep. They don't ask me for proof. And then I vote. And I grew up in a state where you have to bring proof of identification to vote. And it's actually kind of scary because you're worried about getting turned away. Right. And I find the voting process here quite enjoyable because I just show up. I just show up. They believe me and I vote. Yeah. It's, they cross my name off. Yeah. It's not, it's not a hard process. Um, no, it's no. really easy. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Okay, um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it all depends on, you know, I, I will say so, this, it has nothing to do with Donald, Donald Trump. The logistics of voting by mail, like take, take Donald Trump just completely out of the equation. You know, the United States Postal Service the, they're not the best at logistics. <laughs> Has I mean, I've always voted by mail. Yeah. So not me, true. I've, I mean, I've like gone to the polling booths too, but like right. on numerous occasions I have voted by mail yeah. in, in three different States actually. Yeah. I would rather just the going and being like, all right, I know it counted. Like, yeah, I have no worries about the postal service losing my ballot. And you know, I know that there's this, and it's stupid Trump with with everything. You know, um, yeah, we'll see. But anyway, so okay. masks and COVID. <laughs> I have another question for yeah, you. You got it. Um, about where I'm, I want to like go back to school. Yep. And then I forgot my question. Okay. Oh, my question is. The argument I've heard oh, from a lot of people in my area yep. that kids need to go back to school because they're missing out on socialization. <sighs> and I have a couple issues with that mm -hmm. because you've met my child. Yep. He's been home with me yep. for almost four years. Yep. And... Um, I don't think he's an antisocial child. I also don't think he's missing out on language skills or communication skills or. No. no. And can you can attest to that? I kind of feel like you built a bubble. 
and 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 this was something that I've been reading up on. Like, okay, it's time to look at your bubble and determine who you want inside your bubble before the second wave yeah. comes. Okay. So you built a bubble where he still gets his socialization. Like you're a good parent. That's like, okay, these are the people I'm comfortable with him being around because these people take it seriously. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's getting his socialization. I mean, what he did the other day with Yoshi, where he looked at his dad and went, stop talking. I need to talk to Jason right now. <laughs> I was like, are you sure you're four? Like, I need on. to just make him like, now it's, now we need to work on the delivery of that. Yeah. I mean, but you know, he, he's done, but he's also that, uh, that one time I picked up uh, a few friends from you where he's like, okay, stop talking and leave. I was like, all right, kid, like I'm out of here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think he'll so- say that to Chris too. He'll yeah. be like, Chris, I, I want you to leave now. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is like, okay, buddy. And then in the next breath, he's like, Chris, he's like stroking Chris's beard. And he's yeah. like, Chris, I love you so much. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I just think as a parent, as parents, you can still like, you're still making sure he gets those things. Of course. Um, and no joke. The kids on my street today were like all over each other, riding their bikes up and down the street. Mm-hmm. They're not missing out on socialization. School is not the place where they're like, maybe some of them. Sure. Yeah. But the, but, but that is not a good argument for sending kids to school this year where they can't talk when they're eating. <laughs> they can't leave their desks and there's only seven kids in class. <laughs> yeah. I mean, are you kidding me with your socialization argument? Yeah. No, no. And I mean, it's, it's kind of, Oh, like, and you can't see anyone's actual face. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. So no, it's, it's a completely invalid argument. Um, my kids still get the socialization. Like we have a bubble of, of yep. certain people. I mean, you know, we went we went camping over those pictures looked gorgeous. So the only thing I'll tell you about Baxter State Park is because there was not a lot of rain, um, it's a dust bowl. Like oh. <laughs> I was like, Oh, it's so dusty. But we went with another family that we know where they're going, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So they're inside our bubble. So it's like, okay. And that other family had two little, they, they also had two kids, a boy and a girl. Mm-hmm. Around, and they're close to Judah and Sage's age. So it was like, okay, they're getting it. So, and I don't want to be harsh towards other parents, but the argument of, oh, they need to go to school for socialization. No, what you're really saying is they need to go to school because I see school as a daycare and school is not a daycare. But the way that our system is built Mm -hmm. is that it is a daycare. True. I mean, I even experienced this. So now I'm in a middle school, but before I've always been in a high school. Okay. And even at the high school level, teachers are expected to not just provide opportunities for academic growth, we're also, I mean, we, we deal with all of the social behaviors, the emotional stuff. Mm-hmm. We're expected to teach these kids how to like be normal 
I shouldn't say normal, be like discerning members of society. We, you know, we, there's a lot of honestly parenting that goes into being a teacher or a social worker in a school. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like it's, it's, it's only increased the responsibility that we have um, because of the new protocols and procedures. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can definitely see that and understand that. Um, but, you know, yeah. so we, we are there as like, um, as, as other parents and yeah. I, and, and I'm, this is true. Even in my case, my teachers were some of the most consistent and inspirational and loving adults that I had access to in my life. And I think there are a big reason as to why I, I continued down this path of lifelong learning and why I, um, was able to see beyond my current circumstance at home. Mm-hmm. Teachers are huge. They play a huge role. And maybe that that's a better argument. If someone brought that to the table and said, my kid misses teachers, I might understand that a little more than my kid misses talking to his friends. Well, they're not doing that this year. <laughs> no. And I don't know about you, but like, I have a hard time sitting still for 45 minutes or an hour or two hours or three hours. So like, and we, I'm not kidding you. When I say these kids did not leave their desks today, except for 25 minutes for lunch outside (laughs) and lucky it started downpouring just after they got in. Nobody brought an umbrella, nobody brought a raincoat and they would have been drenched anyway. It was a downpour. Yeah. What are we going to do when it's rainy? Because fall's coming. What are we going to do when it's four degrees outside? Yeah, well, I, I, I joked with, uh, with Noelle today. I'm like, you know, this is probably going to be like the wettest fall ever because of you, course. you guys need to be outside. Yes. Yep. And like the scary thing is, is now we're going to have 10 people in a room without their masks on my school doesn't know what the ventilation system is even like, or if it's approved according to the CDC guidelines. And so that's like a huge thing that we've been talking about. And now we've got 10 people without masks on all eating lunch together. And you're going to tell me that now I have to tell 11 year olds not to talk to each other while they're eating lunch, which is like one of the best parts of middle school or the worst, depending on what group you're in. Yeah. Right. He's talking to people. So social, the socialization argument is like, don't, obviously, like, don't get me started. Yeah. No. Missing, missing other adults, missing some consistency or some tender loving guidance or just some like brain stimulation in a different way that you're not getting at home. I get that. Yeah. That's a good argument. Mm-hmm. Use that one instead. Yeah, which they're not like I. And That's not the argument I'm hearing. Yeah, no, they need their friends. Wait, they wait. need their friends, and I and and I need them out of the house. Yeah, I think that's what okay. It is. Well, do yeah. you, I have a four year old? Do you want to switch? Yeah, 
I would love to hang out with an 11 year old. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this house would be spotless. Yeah. Yeah. It's... They probably don't even wake up till noon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's, um, I mean, it's, it's tough because you're, you get the double whammy. Noel gets the double whammy. Like, hey, I'm a parent that works inside a school system. Yeah. And, yeah. and we're not the only ones. There's so yeah, there's, many. Yeah, there's so many. And then it's like, oh, hey. A lot of the teachers I work with have kids yep. in other districts, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of, yeah, a lot of teachers don't live where they work. Mm-hmm. Um, it just so happened to work out for us, which initially when it happened, like, this is amazing. The kids won't have to take the bus, blah, 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 like all this stuff. <laughs> And now it's like, ah, uh, like, so today my, uh, because my kids have half days today and tomorrow, well, Noel is contracted to be at work till four. Right. So the kids can either. Four? Yeah. Oh, she's elementary? Yeah, she's elementary. Yep. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. So she can either have the kids just sit in her office or they can sit outside. Now, today it was 80 degrees out and muggy, and we didn't get the rain up here like southern Maine. Okay. So they were outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, damn, like, you know, it wasn't like they could get on the bus to go home after school was over. Right. Like, they had to hang out, and... Let's... That's the other thing, right? Like, if your parents drop you off, mm-hmm. you have to be picked up. Yep. If you got if you got dropped off by the bus the bus has to pick you up and they're not doing any different like change of location to do nope. that nope um it was actually i was quite impressed with with our, my school today and like it only took us a half an hour to get all the kids in the building i thought for sure that was going to take an hour yep and it only took 45 minutes to get them all out <laughs> So what what happens when it's pouring out? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> what happens when a bus is late? Yeah. Yeah. So what mean... happens? I this happened in New York one year. The buses it was so cold. Yep. And Albany like never canceled school. No. I remember driving to work on days where like my car was like my the bottom of my car was dragging through the snow on the street. <laughs> I mean, just buckets of snow feet and feet and feet of snow and I I got to school and I was like oh my god thank god I made it like no no major problems I drove like 10 miles an hour the whole time and the buses it was so cold the bus the gas lines were freezing and so they were like in the middle of picking kids up and then the bus would just stall (laughs) it was wild I think we ended up getting a snow day. That day. <sighs> I had the Albany snow days were just, they were some of the best Yep. because it took, I mean, it took mountains of snow for them to cancel class. Whereas in, in Southern Maryland, I mean, it could be like barely flaking outside and they'd be like, Oh, snow day. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't think there's going to be snow days here. Um, Do no, we the, have room in the schedule for snow days since we started so late? I don't know how it will work. Um, and we're ending early. Yeah, so maybe they'll say, oh, snow day, but you guys can do virtual, so it's not a snow day. 
uh, unless people lose power, which has not been addressed. There's no like backup plan. Of course, for not. if people don't have power. Yeah, like none of it. Like no, nothing's <laughs> been thought about. I mean, you know, I'm more prepared for a power outage than you know the average school system. Like okay, like I'm good to go. Like all right, power goes out, boom, I'm good. Um, but I mean, I mean, I'd like to say that we have like packets to give the kids for snow days, but I don't know that that's true. That would that would be a smart move. Like prepare those for snow days, right? Um, maybe that'll be a Thanksgiving break. Yeah. Um, work day. I mean, but let's be real. If we're gonna bet, I don't see you going past Halloween. I see you going a hundred percent virtual before, like, no later. My than whole Halloween. argument. Thank you for saying that. My whole argument this whole time has been: I've asked everyone I can who will listen to me, right? Yep. All of my friends in Albany, all of my friends in the the D.C. area, so that includes Virginia, D.C. proper, and Maryland. Every one of them has started school remote only. Yep. Everybody's virtual. Mm-hmm. Everybody has internet. Everybody got a computer. Everyone's virtual. That has not even been a topic for discussion in this district. It's, it, I just cannot wrap my brain around it. March was different. April was different. Nobody was ready. None of these teachers knew how to do it. The transition was rough for everybody. Yep. But we're, but we're, we know how to do it now. Yeah. Yeah. So let's. So much so that the teachers who agree with you and me and think that we'll be closed again by Halloween are only doing online lessons anyway. So that's another layer. When these kids are sitting in a classroom, that's all fine and dandy. They're sitting in a classroom, and guess what they're doing? Online computer work, just like they would be if they were sitting at home. Yeah, so it makes a lot of sense. There's no, we're not passing, No, there's no paper exchange. We're not, there's no, mm-mm. here's your assignment. It's on Google Classroom. Go. So let me ask you, kind of tying everything back in together. So, yeah. COVID, parenting, yeah. school. Mm-hmm. First question. As PCS. <laughs> CSP. Yeah. <laughs> no so, idea. So as a teacher. CPS. As a teacher. CPS. Doesn't that sound like? It does. Like, oh man. Okay. So you're, 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 you're back at it. You're two weeks into being a teacher again. Yep. And. And I know this answer could go super long, but try to, you know, give a condensed. Okay. What do you think is best for your students right now? What, what, what do you want to tell parents out there? Like, Hey, this is what's best for your kids. Like, trust me. I don't know what's best for their kids. Okay. Uh, they know their kid better than I ever will. Okay. I might have some insight in, you know, in other areas. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I just met, I only met half the kids, not even half. On the whole sixth grade team, I only met seven of them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. As a special ed teacher, five of them are mine. Okay. So now we've got a room full of five IEPs and two quote unquote gen ed kids. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't, how do I know these? I don't know these kids. I don't know anything about them. Okay. I know they were nervous. I know my teacher, my co-teacher was nervous. I know I was nervous. I know the whole school was excited and nervous. Um, what I think I do have a better answer for is that for our community is to start virtual to be virtual to take this year and and just be like this is it this is this is our school year this year yeah yeah and i I gotta and let's do this remotely yep and let's connect with each other in the best ways we can you know i know it's through a computer screen but don't tell me these kids aren't playing Fortnite all day (laughs) all day don't tell me they went outside this summer. I didn't see the seventh grader who lives on my street at all this summer. Yeah. And yeah. I'm outside all day with Forrest. The sixth grader who lives across the street didn't see him either. So. Because they're not outside playing. No. I mean. They're I, inside yeah. on a screen playing. Yeah. So let's do it on a screen. Yeah. They're already doing it. Yeah. Well, I can connect to a person on a screen yeah. as easily or maybe better than, because now they can see my freaking face, <laughs> than I can with a kid behind my mask, behind a plexiglass, with me standing six feet away from them. I'm a special ed teacher. My job is really hard to do six feet away from someone. Okay. I usually work really closely. I mean, like, you know, we're breathing the same air. Yep. With a kid. I read their tests out loud. They read their, they read their answers back to me. Sometimes I'm their scribe. Like there's, there's a lot of contact. So I think. I would be able to do my job just as easily, if not better, if I could connect through the screen. Okay. And and I, I absolutely agree with everything you're saying because I don't know how many times I'd catch Judah on his <laughs> school computer with a, another tab open, like on YouTube or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So that's you as a teacher. Mm-hmm. You as a mom. Same question, but now you as a mom. Um, me as a mom, mm-hmm. if Forrest was school aged. No, no, no. So let's, oh, let's be me practical. as mom now. Yeah, you're you're a mom now. Yeah. So he's not going anywhere. Nope. Um, if this were a regular year, he we would have put him into some sort of like gymnastics school, like which like it's daycare it's they call it preschool they have a curriculum 
I didn't really care what the curriculum was. I wanted him to move his body and like listen to other grownups that weren't me. <laughs> um, and I wanted him to, to, to have that physical outlet. Yep. It was three hours twice a week. He would have been doing that this year. He is not doing that this year. Right. Um, He's also, he's too, he doesn't meet the age requirement to go into like a a universal Mm pre-K. So, you know, this is something that we would have been paying for out of pocket. Um, So we can't afford a five-day pre-K for him. Right, right. You know, the the two days a week for half the day was, was, um, was the price range where we could afford it. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's what we would have done. We we have chosen to keep him home. Okay. Okay. So now. You know, and we do whatever school. I mean, at four years old, like, yep. it's 15 minutes a day of, like, I don't know. You know what he asked me about today while we were walking the dogs? How does it, how do the clouds make rain? <laughs> okay. I got the, I got this. I can answer that question. Mm-hmm. That's and awesome. make it. And make it easy enough for a four-year-old to understand. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm not worried about him rote memorizing the alphabet. I'm not worried about him figuring out how to sound out letters. What I do know is that he can't. He he understands how to connect with a character in a book. He can tell me the plot line of his favorite stories and movies. Um, that's fucking huge for a four-year-old. I don't, I'm not worried about him identifying letters and numbers, which I know is preschool curriculum. I'm worried about his interpersonal skills. I know for a fact that my child can make eye contact with another adult in the room or another child in the room or outside in this case, and clearly state his needs or a question, or initiate a conversation. And that feels like success to me because I know other preschool-age children who might be able to identify letters, but who the heck cares because no one can understand what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, all right, so you got that. That's where we landed on that. Okay, and the, the final question. And I, I hate the term, so we're both pro-maskers. <laughs> <laughs> what a, I mean, I'm 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 pro a lot of things, really. Yeah. I, I just I, I'm like, you know what? I'm socially responsible. Like, whatever. I love that. So I like that phrase. I'm socially responsible. Yeah. So actually, I don't even need to, to ask the question. I just think we want to see people wear wear their stupid masks. I mean, do you wear your seatbelt? I do. Yeah. Do these no-maskers wear their seatbelts? Oh, of course. Okay. So what the fuck? Yeah. Like, (laughs) you know, and I I truly, truly believe my feeling on masks wouldn't change with Judah's underlying health conditions. If he didn't have them, I'd still feel the same. Um, I mean, I... Yeah, my family is, we're like, we're healthy people. Yeah, 
Um, but I don't want to kill anybody's grandma. I really don't. Exactly. Accidentally, without right. knowing it, like yeah. those people who attended a wedding yeah. and then went and killed somebody who didn't even go to the wedding. Yeah. So great. I mean, again, and I don't care if I'm unpopular. And I know Lynn's on this subject. Yeah, I know. Me too. Um, this one might, we might, we might uh, make some people upset. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to anybody. And that's okay. It's, yeah. it's okay to be upset. It's also okay to like have a conversation. Yeah. I really think that the reason people get upset around this particular topic and other topics included is because it gives them an opportunity to question their beliefs up until now. Mm -hmm. And if they changed their mind at this point, they'd have to rework a lot of things that they've, that they do. And that's scary. Yeah, sure is. It's bigger work. Yeah. So I don't know. I think people should put put it in perspective. Yeah. You just don't want to kill anybody's grandma. Um, Right. You want me to wrap this up then? Yeah, I think I think we're not grandma killers. That's what that's the whole point. Yeah, like (laughs) I I guess the question on the masks: How do you feel about masks? I don't want to kill your grandma. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at, and uh, I know that's where you're at, and I I know that we've both made some decisions. Oh, I I have to plug this. I'm sorry. Um, It's okay. My child is waking up too. Okay, real quick, I just want to thank. Main Coast Roast for for taking it seriously. Like it's a coffee shop I can go to and I feel safe. No joke. I saw Holly at the grocery store the other day. Yeah. With her mask on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Yay, Holly and Paul, we love you. Yep. Yep. All right. Okay. That's all for now. Jason just said we'd love to continue this conversation with you at our email address, which is Lehman and Lynn, L-E-E-M-A-N-A-N-D-L-I-N-D-S at gmail.com or on Instagram at Opine Nation. It's one word, O-P-I-N-E-N-A-N-T-I-O-N. Join us next week when we opine about another tough and humorous life topic.